Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. She's back. She's back. She's back. She's back. She's back. Lorenzano is back. Lorenz back. Oh, hey. <laughs> yes. Got it. We got some singing in. Intro done. Lorenzano's back. Episode. 90th episode. <laughs> I'm so happy with that. I am okay. so happy that I got in some backstreet boys right now. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Neuro nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. Hey everyone. 90th episode. And that voice is a familiar voice. My globe-trotting, incredible co-host, Lauren L. Manzano. Guys, seriously, I don't know why I leave when I get all these fabulous compliments. Yeah, guys, you, you know, this you know, only I, happens with the episode. This is not how he normally treats me, guys. You know, no, 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 because normally <laughs> it's, it's a cry for me. <laughs> You'll hear like 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 clicking or or ticks, and if you like, uh, what is it? Um, uh, Morse code. It's me crying for help because Lauren's about to murder me. This is why sometimes we have virtual episodes when the yeah, urge so to murder or the urge to give in to the dark side gets a little strong. Oh my God. See, see, see. So Lauren's back from being amazing again in Spain and running some covert operations well, as, as Bat Widow. I didn't succeed. Gas prices are still high in California. Again, you're a double agent. So I think you did succeed just for the other side. Kale Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> How was your trip? How was travel? Uh, trip was good. I had my dance competition, which was an experience. Uh, <laughs> if y'all want to know more about the experience, y'all need to go on the my Instagram and just go read the stories. It was a hot mess, but um, I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah. That don't I get did stuck it. ogling at my co-host and her half naked body. <laughs> Focus up, people. But um, yeah, it was a great trip. But uh, you know, there's it's just hard to travel. Um, mm-hmm. I think as a normal person. Or as a muggle, right? Yeah, yeah, you um, normies. Yeah, and this is actually quite timely since holidays are coming up, so lots of travel will be happening. But yeah. um, 
yeah, on my way home, flying home from Spain, I basically traveled for over 24 hours. And, um, and that's not just being awake time. That's like traveling time. And that's crazy. Yeah. And I don't sleep very well on planes at all. Mm -hmm. I get maybe half an hour. Do you do any like sedatives or anything like that? Like a Xanax and just try to sleep through? I have tried doing, um, like I would used to take Benadryl and that would fuck me up or I'll take melatonin, but my body doesn't respond very well to it in the plane. Oh, okay. Um, so I like, don't do it, but, um, I was good for like 20 hours of travel. And then on my last flight from, I was in Philadelphia flying home to LAX. Um, I had an anxiety attack. I had one starting when I was on the plane about an hour into my flight. And let me tell you guys, (laughs) anxiety attacks when you don't have meds and when you're like, Hmm, I can't escape this metal tube 30,000 feet above the the earth. And and nothing's better than being stuck there and thinking about it. Yeah. So basically I had, um, luckily I've had one on a flight before when I was just exhausted. So it's, it's not triggered by flying. It's triggered by like literally exhaustion. I'd already been up for 24 hours. And so, um, what do you call it? So I had, I, I basically recognized what was going on. I, I, Okay, this might be a trigger warning for anyone who's very sensitive to anxiety attacks. Uh, But like the way I knew that I was having one was I couldn't focus on watching a movie or reading. And then I started feeling my skin crawl. And I was super uncomfortable. And I was like trying to yoga my way into my seat, like trying to get comfortable. And I started getting itchy. And so like, I was like, okay, so I wreck and my heart was starting to race. So I I had a moment where I recognized like, oh, this is an anxiety attack. Okay, that's what this is. I'm not going to die. It's okay. It's an anxiety attack. But I also recognize you have two options. You can (laughs) you can freak the fuck out and be duct taped to your seat. Right. Right. Oh, my God. That Um, would give me even more anxiety. I know. Thinking about that. So I was like, I can freak the fuck out or I can go the fuck to sleep because I had no meds. So I was like. And I, again, I don't sleep on planes, but I was literally like mind over matter. And I was like, go the fuck to sleep right now. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. And I did. No, <laughs> so I slept for three how, hours. How long, how long did it take you to fall asleep? Was it a few minutes? It was probably like five or 10 minutes of That's, like. You know what? That's thank goodness, though. Yeah. Thank goodness that you actually were able to go to sleep. Because if not, it, it could it could have been really, really bad. No, oh, I've had one where I just couldn't sleep. Like I took melatonin and Benadryl and it just didn't sleep. Um, oh, but yeah, so luckily. Um, I had three hours of sleep. I woke up, uh, the girl next to me woke me up after about three hours and I could still feel the edges of like along, like the, like, you know, when you have the edges along your body where you're like, Oh, hi, you're still there. Hmm. We're going to not engage. And so I I went back to sleep for another hour and then we were landing. So luckily I did not have an international incident where a marshal had to duct tape me to my seat. I would just feel bad for that marshal. You know what I mean? It would be an international incident. It would be like insane, insane pole dancer duct tapes entire plane to seat. <laughs> well, and then one other funny note was, um, so I, I was bringing back a lot of chocolate um, from this artisanal chocolate shop in Granada. Oh, nice. And if Joe is nice, he might get a bar. <gasps> um, oh, word. Lauren is the best. I fucking love you. (laughs) But I bought like 12 bars of chocolate and I put them, they wrapped up in the bag and they're stacked like this. And I put that in my carry on. What do you think that looks like in an x ray? (laughs) Oh, 
shit. You just look like an international drug smuggler. I look like a it's dumb terrible. A terrible yeah. international drug smuggler. Oh my God, that's comedy. That is so funny. You know, I started to think about that. Like people, my mom, she like, uh, when people go to other countries, they're like, she's like, can you bring me back sand? She mm-hmm. collects like little bottles of sand from like other countries. And I was like, I can't really do that now because if I had like this little thing of sand, it's going to look like I have like cocaine. You know what oh, I mean? I had my bags stopped so many times uh, for, dr- for drugs and had to go like the worst one. I think I've told it to you guys before was I was in Korea and they stopped my bag because I had a loose leaf tea in a black canister. And Oh, I, and they don't mess with weed. Oh, that was like a locked up abroad moment. Like I got pulled off into like a little dark room that had like a single light bulb hanging that was like swinging when I came in and they locked me in and like they, yeah. So that was an experience, but yeah. So now yes. I just don't, I'm like, whatever. So anyway, yeah, she opened, I travel with nothing. <laughs> so she like opened my bag and she's like, do you have like chocolate bars in here? And I was like, yeah. I said, yeah, I have like 10. And she's like, uh-huh. So she starts opening it. I was like, oh, it looks really bad on the x-ray. And she kind of giggled and I'm like, I'm the worst smuggler ever. Okay. And so she just laughed and she opened the bag and they have like a little paper that they do to check for trace, um, for drugs. And oh, that's so, cool. yeah, so she just wiped it. I'm like, yeah, I, I was like, that was dumb packing on my part. She was just giggling. But the best part was my suitcase. When she opened it, my stuffed animal is on there and I have a stuffed mm-hmm. triceratops and I cannot find Aww. it at the moment, but it's this huge triceratops, right? So he was <laughs> smashed in there. So when she opened it, it like popped out. <laughs> <laughs> and like, she was like, is this yours? I'm like, yes, I'm yeah, a, like a real life pop-up and that book. is my stuffed animal. You're, you're like, yeah, that's where I keep all of my cocaine. <laughs> that's where the real stuff is. <laughs> that's crazy. I would be so anxious uh, to do that. But I mean, you, you travel the world like you do. I've only traveled the world once. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've only yeah. been to, to two countries aside of this one. The first um, few times but, I got stopped, I actually got really nervous because I was like, oh, my God, what if someone put something in my bag? And I was like, what if I brushed up against someone who like I've seen broke down palace. <laughs> this shit does not end well for us. No, <laughs> don't no. ever watch that and go international. But like so now I don't really worry, though. Sometimes like we have to pass through like drug sniffing dogs. And sometimes I get a little uncomfortable because I'm like. Oh, what if I did brush against someone that had smoked weed or like I have a CBD bomb. And though it was legal in the countries that I was stopping in and the states I was stopping in, like, I'm still like, oh, my God, what if they stop me? Yeah, yeah, we we go worst case scenario. Every time I see the dogs, I'm like, oh, I want to play with the dog. But I also smoke weed. So I'm not 100 percent sure (laughs) that I don't have trace amounts just emanating from my skin. You know, yeah. PSA for anyone out there. If y'all are traveling home, please make sure to check the laws for the states that you're going through and any countries you might be going to. Because while shit might be legal here in California, if you're going somewhere like I don't know, like I don't know if it's legal and let's say. Wyoming. Wyoming. And I do think it is legal there, but let's just say Seriously? it's not. Um, oh, shit. I had no idea Wyoming was cool. I don't know, but like <laughs> Google that. Um, also, if you have any stopovers anywhere, just, you know, check that because even if it's legal for you to have it in the place that you're at, it's technically illegal to take it to the other place. So yeah, do your homework. Also, keep an eye on your shit. Like I know it seems like a simple thing, but it's really easy just to be like, Oh, I'm just going to put this here real quick and go grab a coffee or use the restroom, whatever it is. Don't trust anyone. It could be like this little old lady. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like a little old lady and be, Oh, can you watch this while you use the restroom? Oh yes. And then she just planted a bunch of cocaine in your bag. Why am I immediately going to the cocaine in bags, man? That's crazy. So, um, (laughs) I am happy. 
it is. I am happy that you're here. I'm actually always thrilled, Laura. I miss you. I always miss you when you're not here. And but I'm really happy that you had a successful trip. I'll tell you what really sucks for me, and I know it sucks for you, that you had a good good travel home because you were like 20 hours. I was good. And it sucks that the ass yeah. end is where, like, you know, there would start to be issues because it kind of wipes out all the 20 hours of good travel. You know what I mean? Because the last yeah. thing that you have in your mind is like, yeah, I had that fucking panic attack. And that's yeah. sucked. So, uh, but I am yeah. happy that you're home and safe. And I'm, and, and I'm happy that other people are safe, too. The ones that deserve to be safe. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five star review on the Apple podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. So I'm also really happy you're here because I get to talk nerd. Yes. And we were we were just touching on a little bit of nerd stuff earlier because of uh, we were talking about Game of Thrones. We're actually it was (laughs) we're actually talking about like dragon eggs and dragon semen in the air. It was it was a lot. I'm not even gonna lie. It was it was a deep conversation. It it was a lot. Um, But we did mention Joe does not understand basic like egg fertilization all of us know dragons have (laughs) eggs right hello daenerys has eggs that's where her dragons come from um but so joe was like in his mind having like dragons oh yeah like the the dragons are like banging each other i'm like no it's like chickens right like chickens lay eggs right fertilization I, I, I chalked it up to like, uh, you know, like the seahorse, like when a seahorse uh, um, fertilizes, it like just shoots his his semen all over the ocean. And then like it it, it fertilizes the egg of the, the, the female seahorse. And I'm like, oh, so dragons just like send their semen out into the atmosphere and then it absorbs in the dragon scales. And then that's how they have dragon eggs. Right. Nailed it. Nailed it. I'm going to reach out to Anishé, girl. I'm trying to represent for science over here. I also was trying to school Joe about Mercury retrograde and how it's actually a thing. um, Oh, yeah. You know, with the planet uh, and communications. Wait, wait. We weren't talking about Mercury insurance. That's not the conversation. My bad. I was thinking of something completely different then. (laughs) So we were talking about the Game of Thrones prequels because that's going to be a thing. They're doing things. Yes. And how they literally were like, oh, yeah. We're canceling that one immediately. There yeah. was one that was moving forward with Naomi Watts, the dope ass, amazing. I think she won an Academy Award or at yes. least was nominated for one. She is. And she was like attached to it. It's like, yeah, she's going to be the star and they're moving forward with it. And like out of nowhere, they're like, oh, yeah, that's not happening anymore. Yeah, it was something moon, if I remember correctly. I think it was called Blood Moon. Um, was the working No, that sounds title. too much like Twilight. Fuck that noise. I know, I know. But I believe it was originally called Blood Moon, and from some of the leaked photos that they had from the set, it was about, like, the proto-Starks or the early Starks. So the idea was it was going to go back to the age of the first men, um, either have it when the first White Walkers came, or it was, and so it was about the, um, the pact of the, what was it, the pact of the first men between the children of the forest and the first men. Children of the forest. I like them. They're cool. And um, they're actually, so in the books though, uh, we don't know if we can trust them. They actually might be on the side of the White Walkers. They might be trying <sighs> to destabilize everything. Well, they actually kind of created the first White Walkers. So well, I mean, on the show, they made it seem as if like they were a creation of the the children of the forest that got out of control, right? Right. Like they they created the White Walkers to help them with people. Is that what it was? Yeah, to defend them, the the Andals and the First Men from um, basically destroying their forests. And so, right. but the the in the show made it seem like oh, it, they were a creature that then it's almost like Skynet, right? Like you built Skynet and then it gets out of control and it's right. going to kill you all. So 
um, also known the as white theory. walkers are now sentient. <laughs> so, um, but in the books, there's slightly more nefarious and there's theories that the white walkers are actually the, the great other, which is the God of, um, like the the White Walkers, it's supposed to be the um, the antithesis to Relor, which is the uh, the Red God. Relor, <laughs> I miss you so much. Uh, and so the Great Other is like the the super bad guy who represents death. There is a theory that the Children of the Forest are um, either they're supporting or worshiping the Great Other, or they are. Um, uh, they worship the weirwood trees, right? And so the weirwood trees uh, are then connected somehow to the great other, like Blood Raven might be part of the great other, might be the representative of the great other. And then so Brandon Stark, who is now the three-eyed crow, is yeah. now being a puppet of the great other. So there's all these like nefarious plots in the books regarding them. Yeah, we got to go to Reddit. I know. And so, but anyway, so that series looks like it got canceled because again, there was yeah. five... Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, that HBO guaranteed five pilots uh, yeah. series. And so one yeah. was Blood Moon. And so that got canceled. So now there's a new one and it's called House of the Dragon. If I remember, that's the working yeah. title. Yeah. They were going for the money. They were like, people want dragons. We're giving them some dragons. Because I, I think the Stark one would have been dope. Also, I love Naomi Watts. I think she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool like where where where's the big sell there you know what i mean it's yeah. like yeah i want to know more about the starks but like where's the excitement i think they made they made the right move with going towards the targaryens because it's like yeah there's nothing more exciting than dragons like worst case scenario the show's terrible you can still get to see some dragons <laughs> well so um so everyone's still waiting. So there's two books that are left in the series that are supposed to be published. There's Winds of Winter, which is supposed to come out at some point, um, which will take place. Um, so I think it was season seven, maybe eight terrible seasons. I can't remember them anymore. Um, <laughs> and it's supposed to fo- follow um, Euron Greyjoy. And it starts with Euron Greyjoy. And so Euron in the books is much scarier than the discount Jack Sparrow we got in the series. <laughs> right? um, yeah, that guy's the worst. No, but Euron Greyjoy is actually supposed to be like this psychotic sociopath, like terrifying. Like the reason his ship is called the silence, because that's the name of his mm-hmm. ship is because he He's, cool, cool all his uh, crew are mutes. He's cut the tongues out of all of his his, his crew, so they That's can't. Because they make secret. fun of his name. They're like, "Your first name is Urine." <laughs> That's right. Your name is Urine Greyjoy. <laughs> so, Winds of Winter is supposed to start. I believe what it uh, it starts something very similar for the way that they killed off um, two of the Sand Snakes. I think it was Obara uh, Sand and. One of the other Tyene or whatever her name is in the um, in the show, where they had like one of them impaled and one of them hanging. That was yeah. supposed to be. Um, it's a scene from the release chapter of Winds of Winter, but after Winds of Winter is called A Dream of Spring, and there's a lot of people who don't know if that book's actually ever going to come out. There's a really good chance Winds of Winter will be released in the next year or two, but A Dream mm-hmm. of Spring, no one's quite sure. But George R. R. Martin, while season eight, I think, was going on, released a book called uh, Fire and Blood. And it was more mm. about the um, the history of the Targaryens. So we learned things about. So at the end of Game of Thrones, how Arya traveled west of Westeros. And everyone's like, no one's done that before. 
lies in the book. A Targaryen <laughs> did that, right? Um, lies, lies, deception. Lies. But so, um, but what they're saying is for this new show, House of the Dragons, it's supposed to be um, based on the, um, what do you call it? Based on fire and blood. So it's going to be following one of the stories in there. And mm-hmm. it sounds what what it looks like I'm reading right now is set 300 years prior to the Game of Thrones series, which means okay. it has to do with Aegon's conquest, which is when the very right. first Targaryen, Aegon the first and his two sisters, Rhaenys and um, uh, Visenya, came over and basically conquered Westeros, um, took it away from the Westerosi and basically said, follow me or I kill you. Yeah. Hey, you know, hey, I'm giving you an option, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fair. I'm just. So what was good about Aegon Targaryen? Spoiler alert, I guess, if you never watched Game of Thrones, because you know now that there's seven kingdoms. Um, there's also dragons. Well, and dragons. So what Aegon did in his conquest, the reason he was successful wasn't just that he like burned and murdered everyone, was he gave people an option. If they surrendered, he let like whoever the king was at the time. So like, let's say... um uh, the king who knelt in the north was, I think it was another Bran. And so when he decided to surrender to Aegon Targaryen, because he's like, well, we're just going to fucking die if we fight dragons. Um, <laughs> true. Instead of being a king, he became the lord. So what Aegon Targaryen did was he's like, you surrender. That's cool. All right, surrender. So you're not a king anymore. I'm your king, but you can run this. You can now be the lord of this area. So you're we're right, so I cool. own this shit. You yes. could be like the general manager. Exactly. You're the governor. Yeah. So um, I, I mean, I think that's really cool. I'm actually very surprised they did that because I think at one point there was talk about not doing Aegon's Conquest, but we'll see how it goes. So with the new books that they're doing, are you afraid that George R.R. R. Martin is going to be um, influenced by the television show and the backlash that it's received? Or do you um, think he's just going to tell his stories? I think he's going to just tell his stories. Um, I think the biggest fear is that he won't release uh, A Dream of Spring. And there's a possibility that, dude, that, that Winds of Winter. That is party to the party, man. I know. And there's a, there's a, there's a worry that Winds of Winter will never be re- released because there's a slight fear that he's going to die before he gets Oh, released. my God. That's so dark. That's so, that's so, that's so dark. Um, so the, the, Wait, the guys, the, who are the Game of Thrones guys? The the two main uh, ones? D&D, uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Yes, their Star Wars prequel was canceled. <gasps> they they were doing a Star Wars trilogy and they, they're no longer doing it. I feel so that. out of the loop, but I'm actually very happy about that. <laughs> well, yeah, so people were saying, oh, it's because Game of Thrones was awful in the backlash. And I guess, so I was reading up on it and it's not that, it's just that they would be tied down in that and they wouldn't be able to do other things. Oh yeah, it sounds like Game of Thrones. It sounds like they're afraid of commitment. This is what happens when you commit. <laughs> yes, D&D. Also, they're d and I know. I was like, when, I love D&D. So like, I was like, oh my God, how dare you guys sully your ish with Game of Thrones with the beloved world. So every time world, you're like, I'm going to play some Dragon. D&D, do you get like really bitter? You're like, take the damn Game of Thrones. I can't even enjoy my Dungeons and Dragons. Sometimes, sometimes I do. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. As a brain injury or a stroke survivor like myself, it's hard for me to get through reading books due to my injury. But with Audible, I can now enjoy as many books as I want just by listening. Before I started using Audible, I was having trouble reading my brain buddy Mimi Hayes' book. I'll be okay, it's just a hole in my head. But once it popped up on Audible, I immediately put it on my wish list. 
Read Mimi's book with us. That's right. The Neuro Nerds are forming a book club. What a great way for our brain injury survivor community to read books together. And even if you don't want to read the book we're reading, with this free trial, you can select any book of your choice for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash the Neuro Nerds. Boom. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) So that Star Wars trilogy is no longer moving forward, but the Rain Johnson Star Wars trilogy is moving forward. And then there was another one that they're doing. They're like, there's so much everything well, going so on. What we have to look forward to uh, in the Star Wars realm, we have the Mandalorian coming out. Right? And excited. we have episode nine. We have episode nine. Rise of so there's there's this really weird theory going on in episode nine mm-hmm. that Ray, that her who she really is, that she's she's Smee. Not Captain Hook's <laughs> first mate, that she is Anakin's mother. Oh, me. that's the first because time I've heard that one. There's I'll send you the, the thing. It was from Screen Rant. They actually like broke it down. So in the animated series, Star Wars, not the Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, okay. which is actually really, really good. It's kind of kitty. And I was like, I hate this. And then I watched like two episodes and I was like, I love no, I love the cartoons. This. It's so good. So they they meant they talk about uh, basically time travel like different portals to different realms and the emperor, how he kind of travels through certain things and he can't get past this one part. Why do we have so to stick it's... with incest and in everything? <laughs> so, so it's been established in the star Wars lore because that's actually Canon, the cartoons, star Wars rebels, that's Canon. And, but will Disney do that for a Disney series that where time travel has not been made canon because while it's canon in the greater lore, it's not canon in like the the movie verse. Yeah, and and so like I I the way he broke it down, I was like, this is actually kind of brilliant. I I hate it, but I love it at the same time. And I'm like, you can't explain this deep a yeah. concept in one movie. No. That's what I fear with the Emperor. Right, Palpatine's coming in. We know the Emperor's going to be there. We got the laugh. We got the <laughs> we got all that stuff. He's going to be there. How, how in the world, there wasn't even a seed planted in the last two movies. So why out of the blue, we're going to have this all wrapped up in a nice little bow that the emperor is now here in some capacity. We're going to figure out who the hell Ray really is, right? We're going to figure out what's going on with Ben's story, how that's going to come to a close. We're also maybe going to figure out what's going on with the Knights of Ren. Where did Luke really go? How is Princess Leia going to vanish? All of these things. It's so much to do in one movie. Yeah, I, I'm like, the only thing I can think of if they're going to talk about immortality is I'm reminded back to of the trilogy that must not be named. But I believe it was the, I think it was the second prequel. Maybe it was third one where Palpatine was talking to Anakin and they were talking about the legend of basically Darth Plagueis. Right. Yes. And yes. about the um, that type of immortality. So technically that's been introduced. And so you could start with that. Because, again, the other theories are that Ray is a clone, that Ray is Palpatine's actual like granddaughter. Right. Um, right. I, I kind of I don't know how I feel about the clone theory. I'm almost OK with it. Um, right. I kind of like the idea that maybe Sidious has been like he was the big bad, obviously. Right. But like. Right. Like if he's actually the one that haunted Kylo and then Snoke like built off that or something like that. Still pissed off about that. I know. Snoke, there was no, there was no payoff. It was, so there was no payoff. 
fucking wasted completely. I'm so angry about that. But there was also something that was introduced in the books. And again, how are you going to introduce this as canon in a in one movie right. and wrap up all this other stuff that a force ghost can inhabit items? So right. technically, Darth Vader's helmet, his essence can be attached to that helmet. Um, well, Kylo's uh, a lightsaber yeah, but could be a part of Sidious. And- well, I'm thinking, what if Sidious inhabited um, Vader's helmet so that when Kylo was praying to his grandfather, it was actually Sidious and it wasn't Anakin? Because Anakin, as we all saw at the end of the the other the end of the sixth movie, was uh, a Force ghost with Yoda. So either Hayden Christensen version or the other version. Bullshit. So he's nope, a Jedi. I hate that. Force ghost. So what is city? <laughs> yeah. Again, we don't talk about this. Um, but so that means he's not inhabiting. He's not a, um, inhabiting the helmet. He was oh. shown as a Force ghost. Oh. Right. Lauren, I like that. So what I like that a lot. But again, what deep concept. Uh, yeah. Deep, deep concept that you're just like throwing in and shoehorning at the Agreed. end of like this new trilogy. And all, it's it's bothered me since that movie that, okay, cool. Like Sidious is like this all powerful being. And then Darth Vader throws him in an engine and then he's gone. I'm like, oh, okay. That's, that's cool, bro. That's like, that was almost as bad as when Obi-Wan Kenobi cut Darth Maul in half. And it's just like, <laughs> Cool. This the best, the coolest looking character since Darth Vader is just gone now. That's a thing. Oh. Clone Wars actually brought that back and rectified it, but yeah. still, I'm like, oh, it took an entire. It's not as bad. It, as, it took an entire car. I'm sorry. I was like, so it's not as bad as. So this is pod racing. Oh my, Lauren. Oh my, I literally just threw up in my body. I don't know how that was possible. It was so bad. I hate. I hated everything about that. George Lucas, thank you for selling. Star Wars to Disney and making billions of dollars. I appreciate you. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuronerds. Well, I, I, I'm looking forward to um, seeing what they're actually doing with Kylo and Ray, because again, I am a big Ray Lowe fan and I just want that to happen. But it, I think... It, what it looks like is I think any drama between Kylo and Ray are, is going to happen really early on. And then I think the ending is going to be them either joined together, either as on the light or on the dark or as a balance. And then they're going to go take on the universe or whatever they have to do together. So the, also that was what was introduced in the cartoon is mother and father, mm-hmm. which is like the light side yes. and the dark side of the force. So what if they're like mother and father? They're like the future of the dark side of the force. No, I think that's excellent because they both have dark and light in them. And I think the force is about balance and it's more like gray Jedi. Like that's what we need. So I like like that. um, I kind of, why can't you be a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll? Right. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. And so that's, that's the star Wars side. Marvel side is like a new phase, I guess. Like what, what's, what's the next thing that's coming out? I don't even really know. Uh, I think it was the Immortals. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm not very excited about the next phase. You should absolutely be excited about that. It's going to lay the groundwork for like everything. And speaking of Game of Thrones, you know who's going to be in the Immortals? Oh, yeah. Jon Snow. 
Jon Snow as the Black Knight. Dane Whitman, right? Yes. Yeah. Black Knight. Yeah. Who is going to basically. Um, so they're going to lay they're going to lay the groundwork for like the future. They're going to lay the groundwork for X-Men. They're going to lay the groundwork for why have a more like the wait, not a, immortals. Mm-hmm. Eternals. Why have the Eternals been on Earth and not done anything? So I was reading up on the Eternals. Basically, what happens is when they die, they're always reborn. And when they're reborn, they're reborn with amnesia. They just don't know who they are. And slowly but surely, they realize like, oh, I have these powers. And then all the stuff comes back. So that's going to kind of happen. So they've just been mobbing around and they've gotten snapped. And then when they come back, they'll be like, oh, I'm this all powerful being. I'm pretty excited. I mean, I guess I'm again, I'm not very excited about Marvel. I'm more excited about Star Wars right now. And Oh, you're excited about DC. Got it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know. What's com- the only thing I can think of that's coming out recently is that, um, that actually looks interesting is the Harley Quinn, um, video, the movie, uh, birds of prey. Yeah. Yeah. I think too fast. It's too fast. Like, or, yeah, Harley Quinn was good. She was probably the best part of like suicide squad and, all those other garbage ass movies, but now you're introducing Catwoman, which I appreciate. They're going Selena Kyle, um, the the African American version. Yeah. They're going with Zoe Kravitz. I think that's dope. People are like pissed off. I'm like, dude, do you not know that that's a thing? That's that's been a thing forever. Yeah, fanboys. Fan Earth- I can't. Do you not know who Eartha Kitt is? The original, like real oh, Catwoman. Come I love on. her. Come on, son. Do you know whose voice? <laughs> so, so Eartha Kitt did Isma from uh, uh, Emperor's New Groove. That's right. That's right. That's right. And um, the wait, there was one other siren. Yes. No, Black Canary. Sure. Black Canary. That's who it is. <laughs> yeah, she's the one. Um, uh, uh, Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That actress, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm. She's playing um, uh, uh, Black Canary, who has the the siren scream. Mm-hmm. That's like her power. I don't know how they're gonna do that. We're probably gonna make her like a mutant, not a mutant, uh, a meta human. So I, I like the concept. Also, Ewan McGregor can do no wrong in my eyes, and he's gonna be Black Mask. Which is Except a villain when he cuts uh, Darth Maul in half. Yeah, that is. Uh, oh, also, the, yeah. Speaking of things that are coming up, the Obi Wan Kenobi mo- or uh, series on Disney Plus, mm. which I'm really excited about. And Ewan McGregor did an interview recently, and he said, "I've known about this for four years." And he says, "I feel so bad. I've gone to like these cons. I've talked to like all the fans, and I've had to lie to their face oh. <laughs> and be like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on.'" And he's like, "I'm so happy I can talk about it now." <laughs> And then I think if we're going to go towards the gaming front, just to be all inclusive, I'm actually really excited about this series, The Witcher, coming out. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of drama. People are on both sides of the fences, Um, but I'm actually excited for it. And I will be full disclosure. I have never played The Witcher. I have watched my brother play The Witcher and I have listened to the soundtrack. (laughs) So full disclosure, too. I have never played The Witcher. It looks like a, it's actually a really fun, interesting game. It's kind of about um, vampires and stuff like that. Um, and my brother played, I think he played all three of The Witcher games. Um, it's a Polish series. And is it a Polish series? I didn't know that. It's Polish. The music is absolutely beautiful. I'm such a sucker for uh, soundtracks. So if it, oh, I'll, no, I'll tell you what's really beautiful, Lauren. Mm-hmm. There's nudity in the game, guys. Enjoy. There, there is. There is. And you can actually sleep <laughs> with someone in a brothel, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. If you call that sleep. <laughs> if you call that sleeping. <laughs> um, but yeah. so it's a, I call it the horizontal mambo. Oh God. So there's a, um, it's going to be on Netflix. It's going to be starring um, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, however you pronounce it. I say Cavill. Superman. Um, he looks great. He's got white hair. This is also, yeah. if you're a Game of Thrones fan and you're like me and you were so disappointed of on how 
how um, Rhaegar Targaryen looked like a discount Viserys Targaryen <laughs> with a party city wig. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Henry Cavill's version of The Witcher with his silver white hair is everyone's like dream Rhaegar Targaryen. So go on it, it and make good. all the fan videos. Yeah, it, it looks good. I'm excited about because I actually like um, Henry Cavill, Cavill, whatever. I, I like Superman. He's the only reason like I w- was excited kind of for Justice League, really, uh-huh. because I, I love him as Superman. They just have not given him anything to work with. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? In that. So I'm really excited to see what he's going to do as, you know, he's now the Witcher. So it's going to be a lot of, of sword fighting. And then he has magic, uh-huh. which is cool. I'm excited to see. And there's like big giant monsters for him to fight and stuff. And most importantly, lots of nudity. Oh, just want to point that out. I just want to let you know that in the video game, as well as the Netflix show, there's going to be plenty of nudity. I'm just saying, just, you know. Again, it's kind of like D&D meets like Vampire Hunter, kind of Game of Thrones kind of thing, which is really cool when it's done well. Um, I was, yes. I was reading something where apparently the showrunner says they want to do seven seasons. I'm like, oh, oh shit. My. I don't know how I feel about that. because I. All right. So yeah. I, I, I love that, but I also have a problem with that. When that happens, before you even had episode one, you might be like laying things out for like a season three and, and like in future episodes, it's like, what if it doesn't make it that far? Then you're just going to like leave these holes open and then just people are just going to be like, well, that's never going to be wrapped up. I just want them to make an amazing first season yeah. that would lead into, oh, yeah, this could go on for years. Yeah. But they haven't even like put on an episode yet. Let's not talk about seven seasons. Yeah, I'm like, that's a little because then I'm just having like PTSD flashbacks to uh, Game of Thrones where it was like, great, great, great. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> and now she's evil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I stand by that. I still like it. I'm, I know I, I get a lot of hate for that. I still like it. I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. It would be fine as long as there was proper <laughs> character development. Foreshadowing is not character development. I'm, I'm also really happy that this is a remote episode because for a second, I'm pretty sure Lauren wanted to stab me in the face. Maybe. Or strangle me with her long, luxurious hair. I really can't. I've been complimenting Lauren's hair for the past 24 hours. Yes. It's magnificent, guys. You, I can't explain to you. She looks like she looks like a goddess. It's just like <laughs> flowy. And she stood up and she almost stepped on her own hair because she's so short and her hair so long. <laughs> so that, that's what we have to, to look forward to um, on, on the nerd side of stuff. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag YouSoRock Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash YouSoRock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at JoeSoRocks.com slash YouSoRock. And submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so rock. On the brain injury side of stuff, um, I've been working on a campaign, the Change the Face of Stroke campaign, because I'm a big advocate for our community, um, the brain injured community, um, the stroke, not just the brain injury, the stroke community, because um, I just want to bring more awareness to like people like me, people like you can have strokes. And I mean, I don't mean to like be a fear monger. Like, I don't. Yes, you can have a. Yeah, everybody can have it. I don't want to be like the emperor, but like everybody can have a stroke and everybody should know that everybody should know that 80% of all strokes can be prevented. It's not just old people. It's not a heart attack. It's not a a Caucasian thing because I've heard people say that too. It's like, oh no, that's more like a white thing. I'm like, no, just because the paperwork shows you the same pictures of the same Caucasian woman with wrinkles and white hair does not mean that that's it. It could literally happen to anyone. So I'm posting these, these photos, these little cool collages. It's like the black or white Michael Jackson video. 
video mm-hmm. where like the, the faces morph and it's every ethnic background. It's men, it's women, it's children. It's so sad, Lauren. Like it's children. Yeah, One it of my is. favorite people is, is Joey from the UK, Joey, the legend. Uh-huh. He's actually, he just turned 12, 11. She's going whatever age that is for like the next school. He's going to that. And it's like a big deal. I'm like, you he's know? still a preteen. Yeah. He's the most adorable child in the world. Like when I say this, like I mean it little boys, when they start to like become like little men, they kind of look ugly and gross. Yes. He literally looks, he's, he's like spanky. Like he's just the most adorable child. I just want to hug him and his family is so beautiful, but he's a stroke survivor, you know, and that is the face of strokes. You look at anyone, go to a store, look in your household, go to a mall, every face you see, that's somebody who could possibly have a stroke. Like that's a thing. That's the, the focus to let everybody know that that can happen. Also like educate yourself, know what fast is. Yep. And what is a doctor? (laughs) Check your face. Is your face drooping? Boom. Your arm. Can you move? Can you lift up your arm? Um, So your speech, are you slurring your speech? Like, are you able to talk? And if you have any of those symptoms, it's T time to go to the doctor, not even the doctor, go to the emergency room. Get the, get the, that's what it it should be fast. Get get the, to the doctor. Well, and it always, you know, it always also, I want to do a really awesome shout out to, uh, Brian. Oh, Brian, you rock star, man. Seriously. You're one of our favorite people. We appreciate your support and love. And I got to tell you, as for inspiring people, he's definitely one of the biggest inspirations in our community. Yes. He, we, we, uh, we had our zombie episode where we talked about how zombies are brain injury survivors too, and how zombies have aphasia. Brian just so happens to have aphasia and he's been posting his story and he's been sharing his story of of his, um, it's been amazing. Like his, his stroke recovery, he went to a show, which was just like, I I saw him do that. And I was like, I could literally do anything because Brian can, can do anything anything mm-hmm. and he picked up our uh zombies uh have aphasia shirt and he, and he posted like he sent us this beautiful video oh, and yeah. it like i was in in tears and again lauren it's been established joe's not an attractive crier uh-huh. you, no. you can you can verify well, that you not just stopped at not attractive <laughs> <laughs> oh lauren you dick i love you <laughs> so brian has been amazing and again brian is the face of stroke yeah. along with me along with joey along with my friend noreen who uh, i just uh, had a chat with when she had her stroke at 18 months uh, mama berna mama berna who is just a rock star and she loves calling us nerds yeah. and she's always on your side which isn't fair mama berna bernadette Come on. You got to be on Joe's no, side no, every no. once in a while. She's too. on my side. She's awesome. <laughs> so the, the, what we want to do is any stroke survivor out there, if you've had a stroke and you're under the age of 50, um, send a black and white photo with preferably a white background to, um, oh, damn it. I don't remember the email address. Insert here. If you want to join the Change the Face of Stroke campaign and be part of the movement, send your black and white photo to hello at the neuronerds.com. We're going to be releasing videos daily as part of this campaign. So if you're a stroke survivor under the age of 50 and would like to be included in our Change the Face of Stroke videos, please submit your black and white photo, ideally on a white background, to hello at theneuronerds.com. Strokes can happen to anyone, anywhere, from any ethnic background and age. By spreading more awareness of this, we hope to educate and help prevent strokes in the future. Join our campaign, Change the Face of Stroke. Boom! <laughs> it's been inserted there. And then we're going to be putting out these videos daily from here moving forward. And it, it, 
I just want to keep on doing it because there are that many people, you know, and we, we just want to let everybody know, take care of yourselves, know the signs, go to a doctor, take care of yourself and get thee to the doctor and don't be one of the, 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 don't be a Joe. Don't be a dude who could absolutely prevent a stroke, but you just didn't do the things that you needed to do. Ah, Lauren, I am so happy you're back. (laughs) Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say pro tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. So we got the nerd in. We, we talked about the um, Change Your Face of Stroke uh, a campaign that I'm really passionate about. Lauren, I am so happy that you're here. Well, not here. I would be super happy if you were here because I give you a hug. Yeah. But then I'm also happy that you're not here because I have not really feared for my safety. It's <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm happy that that you're home, you're safe, that, that you're just here. I always feel more comfortable when you're here because, you know, I love you. You're the best. Oh. You're you're literally you're 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 my neuro. Nerd. Oh. <laughs> I was, was going to try to, like, make that a song. Couldn't do no. it. <laughs> Again, we're not singers, y'all. No, no, no. It doesn't stop us. No. It should, Ever. but it doesn't. Ever. <laughs> so we appreciate all you guys. The Neuro Nerds are back together at last. Yes. Oh, we can to do that. become at, one. At last. No, I can't even hit that. I could do the Spice Girls, though. Yes. When to, to become, become one. one. No, that's way too sexy for our dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> So, Lauren, I love you. I'm so happy. I'm about to do our, our shout out our socials. You can follow Lauren and her globe trotting amazingness at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. Yeah. You can follow me at Joso Rocks everywhere. You can follow us at the Neuro Nerds everywhere. Mm-hmm. I say it every week. Reach out to us. The Neuro Nerds, we're always here to help, yeah. you know, and it's easier when you reach out to us because then Joe might be able to get some sleep every once in a while <laughs> instead of being like a lunatic and reaching out to all random people and being stalker Joe. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Lauren, so happy you're back. You're the bestest. Insert Lauren kick noise here. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> and on this beautiful, reunited, back together at last, to become one note, these neuro nerds are out. <laughs> Lauren, I'm so happy you're back. Aww. I really am. Also, your hair looks magnificent. <laughs> oh my God, it's so much. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you a video of Medusa. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.